Uh, we're back. We Guess what, back. Shayna? It's your birthday, boy. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not today, technically, but soon. Soon come. <laughs> soon come. It's like more than a month out. Or no, it's a month mm. out. So. No, it's 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 less. It's one day less than a month out. Come on. Right, right. I got a little bit more time. I'm not gonna do too too much just yet. Right. Especially because you said we're recording on the last day of Capricorn. Yes, season. we're so. recording on the last day of Capricorn, and I'm glad you should mention that because <laughs> we have a very special Capricorn in the motherfucking closet we with do. us today. We do, we do. This is like uncharted territory. I don't think we've ever done a relative before. Well, aside from my cousin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. She's kind of like yeah. extended family. Right. Well, my sister Jessica is here. Yay! Hi. Hello, hello, ladies. <laughs> so Jessie glad to here. have you on, a grown ass woman. I mean, we're all grown, but she's older. I'm really. I was excited. just about to say, you, you guys have me pushing my bedtime on a weeknight to be saying <laughs> I'm talking to you. I know. Thank you for working with us. You know, Shayna's on the West Coast, so yeah. the time difference gets crazy and all that. Right. But, um,. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so my sister, my Capricorn sister, and as you guys know, I'm a Virgo. She's a Capricorn, so that's highly compatible, which is probably why we've, for the most part, got along all our lives, you know, <laughs> with the exception of the typical sister bickering and such. Right. Yes, but um, no murder attempts. Right. No what? I said no murder attempts or physical fights. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. exactly. No murder attempts, thank God. Or physical fights. Gotta give it up for that, too, because yeah. you know siblings be fighting. Right. Jordan's family on the other side, they literally had a, a fist fight like the day before Christmas in front of the grandma. Yeah. See, nah, uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> and, like an actual. Just so you guys know, Jordan is my niece. I probably mentioned her on here before, but um, yeah, her dad's family, I guess they get a little turned up <laughs> yes. over there. Because <laughs> they're, they're sisters and there's the same age difference between them as you and I. Yeah. Uh. I was okay. like, oh, wow. So speaking of the age difference, she and I are 10 years apart. But when you say we're 10 years apart or nine and a half years apart, it sounds like a lot. But especially now that we're older, yeah. it doesn't really feel like we're that far apart. I could definitely. I, I see that. My aunt growing up, she was 11 years older than me. But now it doesn't seem like she's that much older. So when we chat, even growing up, I used to look up to her and just always stare at her in awe, getting ready for her parties or <laughs> yeah, all these the different Like, Or I would love to just listen to her talk to her mom, my grandmother, about the party when she gets in the next day in the morning. Like, I vividly remember <laughs> those mornings laying in the bed with my grandma, listening with one eye open, like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. <laughs> I remember when my sister was in high school, I used to want to hang out with her friends all the time. I wanted to just tag along and just be <laughs> around the big kids and just like look at them. I'll never forget one time my sister was going, what concert was that where it was like Eminem? And it like, was the Up and Smoke tour. Yeah, so yeah. she was getting ready for this concert, right? And she had this like 
super fly Nike outfit, like Nike head to toe. And I just was like, I can't wait until I'm going to concert. I can't wait until I get to get cute and go see Eminem. I can't. I haven't thought about that in a long time. And I, it immediately comes back how fly I thought I was at the time. And I just remember mom was like, even mom was trying to help you get cute, like running back and forth to the Nike store. And I was like, no, this isn't the right one. We have to go back. Right. Right. (laughs) Yes, me and Vita. Yeah, that was so crazy. And now it's like, even with my sister's friends, everybody treats me like a peer now. Nobody's like, oh, little baby Sydney. Like, it's just, you know, we're all adults and this is life. When you were one and I was 10, then it felt like a huge gap. But yeah, it's almost like instead of, well, I don't know what it says about me, but it's like instead of keeping that gap, you just caught up. Yeah. Right. I mean, you pulled me up, though. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I was exposed to a lot of, you know, <laughs> mature things at a tender age. Oh! <laughs> like, we used to have, um, was traumatized. We used to have our scary movie nights and stuff. And I'd be watching all types of rated R shit that, like, Listen. I was not supposed to be seeing. But, like, as, it was so great. It was oh, so As a parent right now, Jordan is that age. And I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking about? <laughs> it's like, I would never let my child watch Jeepers Creepers. And we were right. sitting there, both of us, terrified. Terrified. <laughs> terrified in our own home i was like what right so like jesse did it ever bother you growing up sydney wanting to hang out with you or always wanting to be around you and your friends did you allow it always or was it something where it's like okay girl you need to relax okay i need my personal time it never was a problem because it wasn't forced because i mean some people tell those stories about how it's like my mom told me I had to take my sister everywhere. But with mm-hmm. us, it was just like appropriate opportunities always seem to present themselves. Like mm-hmm. I was cleaning out my house and I um, came across that old picture. We went out to dinner. You and oh, me. For my and, birthday. Yeah, you, I me, think that Lauren. Around my birthday. Yeah. Or something like that. So, I mean, it was just the right situations were always there. So it wasn't like I was trying to go and do something and I had to bring my sister, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Luckily, mom wasn't like that like mom yeah. definitely didn't press me on you but I do remember it's like it's funny how memory works because I remember one instance where it's always one going it's somewhere. Always yeah one. you were going somewhere <laughs> you were going somewhere and first you were telling me like oh I'm about to go do this with Floyd or something like that and I was like whatever I don't want to do that anyway but I really did and then you might have invited me and I might have said no or something like that or maybe dad said I couldn't go but then he changed his mind and said I could so then I was like oh I can go and you were like no you're not coming and then you really left me and I would just remember being in my window seat looking at you drive out the driveway crying like I want to go yo Sydney be FOMO as fuck sometimes so yes. I can imagine how you were just like, no, yes. <laughs> take oh, me. My my sister's emotions as a child. They called me a crybaby. I mean, sure. I was a crybaby. Oh my god! An accurate description at that times. <laughs> wow. I remember just like when I said with Chanel, our friend Chanel is also a Capricorn, and we had her on the podcast earlier this month. I said, I don't know if it's just because you're my sister or it's a Capricorn Virgo thing, but you just know exactly what to do to kind of like push my buttons. <laughs> and me and her kind of bicker like how me and you used to bicker like, over nothing really serious. 
this, but we just for some reason want to keep going back and forth with each other about shit. Like, just keep like li- tit for tat, like little things. You just know what to do. It's a combination of my personal desire, and I think it is a Capricorn <laughs> quality to just have the last word. Because if I get in my mind that I'm right about something or like I know a thing, I just can't stop expressing it until I feel as though I've completely gotten my point across. Right. Yeah. And I can feel myself sometimes doing it and I'm like, just stop, stop. And I can't. (laughs) Icebreaker, hit us with it, Shayna. (laughs) Of the five senses, what two are the most important or the biggest turn-ons? I already have my answer. Okay, you go. Because you said specifically turn-ons, then it's going to be smell and touch. Okay. Yes. Mm. Okay, wait, the five senses are smell, touch, taste, Sight, sound. Sight and sound. Okay. Yeah. So I would probably say sight, which would be, I guess, their looks. My sight to their looks and smell. And if looks weren't included. Yeah. If we took looks off the table. Then smell and touch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sticking with smell and touch. Yeah, I would do, I would do scent, scent and touch. Yeah. See, it's like so weird for me about touching because... (laughs) (laughs) When I really like somebody, I like to be touched. You know what I'm saying? But I get so in my head sometimes that I like be analyzing like, are they touching me too much? Like, is this too much? What's going on here? Like, why did he just touch me like that? What does this mean? Like, did he just caress my lower back? Like, is he trying to fuck? Like, you just start going too crazy. So that part I reserve for later. I could be attracted to you, but I'm not going to allow you to really come over here and touch me. Because... (laughs) How hard is it for you to stop thinking in general? I'm like, working in, on it. In those situations. I'm working on it. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of self-awareness in the past six months or so. Mm-hmm. And now that I've noticed that about myself, I'm not letting it affect me the same way that I was. So it's like, I've, that's why I've, it's on my secondary. I'm going to mm-hmm. let touch come into my secondary choice. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, as your sister, I want to start screaming out, no, don't overthink it and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, time i remember you've got a smooth 10 years (laughs) (laughs) in the game (laughs) yeah until you it's hard to get it under control and when you're in a situation just only be focused on the situation yeah instead of all the i mean when you start worrying about possibilities and trying to put it together it becomes calculus and it's infinite and the next thing you know you've completely missed out on what was actually happening you talked yourself right out of it. Ooh. Yeah. Talk about Saturday it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Talk about it. So it's yeah. like, it's trying to distinguish between listening to your instincts and listening to, you know, your, almost Feelings. like your, your, well, no, instincts versus intellect in a way because oh, it's like you saying. you your don't want to to be attracted where your intellect yeah. is to like think about like, what this could possibly mean right because it's like you don't want to shut out your instinct completely because sometimes they'll tell you all right stop or go but your intellect will be trying to override it by just throwing all these random questions at you my mind's telling me no <laughs> but my body my body telling me yeah. Oh my god. Baby. Have you guys ever seen R. Kelly in concert? 
Girl, no, we are young. But I see that quick clip on Instagram and his ass had this lady who like tapped his tongue. Went for his, it, yeah. Like just, it was just very, very and it rated R. But it wasn't sexy either. I was it, like, what are you, are you angry? Because I mean, tongue. like she really could have been, she could have been angry at his penis and that would have been fair because that's what it looked like. But he like just accepted it, you know? Yeah. He was like forcing that to happen. It's just like, yeah. here's your mind, bro. Our, our like, Kelly, oh, next level freaky shit that I'm R. Just, Kelly is not who we can look to for examples of like normal reactions. Or but I will say, I will say two things. One, nigga got a lot of hits. A lot he of hits. He has. Two. Like, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. It was like R. Kelly concert could legit last so four many hours. Hits. Like it could yeah. really last R. four Kelly hours. R. Kelly has so many hits. hits. That I would gladly sing along to. I remember at the end, we were so tired. How is he not exhausted? It was like, <laughs> we feel as though we've been doing the work. Because all we've been doing <laughs> is trying to stand for oh all of these goodness. hits. Ugh. Yeah, and the other thing is, if Trump would have got his ass, I would have tuned in to the inauguration. I would if, have. I would have had Let me to tell you that. something. If Trump would have gotten R. Kelly to sing I Believe I Could Fly at the inauguration. I would have tuned in. I would have also. I wouldn't have been able to look away. How do you not? <laughs> How do you not watch that? <laughs> I believe I can fly. Or watching Donald, watching Donald Trump trying to pretend he knows the words. Uh, Clapping like offbeat. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw a snippet of that bullshit today. There was maybe a smooth 75 people in attendance in the crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be really quiet in D.C. tomorrow. I was like, like, this is unbelievable. It was like the Obama concert. It was standing room only for miles around. Obama in the last month of this presidency has been on some shit like, listen, if you black and you popping, come over to the crib, bro. You we got to have a party. Obama got to get for my final hat trick I'm gonna let this treason I'm gonna let yes. you get out Samantha Manning Wait, who's yes. gonna? Isn't she now? She she identified. Yeah, You're right. She. Transgender woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, not only did you release all the confidential documents to me, yes, but <laughs> you're sexually taboo, if we will, Basically. this conservative how country. Do you, she was getting the treatments in prison. Like, how do you even have that privilege to receive Listen, such I don't, treatments? I have. In prison? I have. I'm like, I have. So does the military many, have rank like that? Or I have so many inappropriate questions. Because I was like, I know it's none of my business, but technically where you're being held, they don't even give people regular toiletries. So yeah. how did you get your, Her- you know, your hormones? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. All that. Getting them on It's a really regular. interesting. But that also lets you know about Those are not the, also, power dyna- like- the power dynamic in this country. So it depends which marginalized group you're a member of and who can really get things done. Yes. And she's in the right group. Yes, but don't is. say that those are inappropriate questions because that's something else that I've carried on. It's like, if I genuinely don't know... You should be able to ask. I should be able to ask you without fear of getting prosecuted for that. And that's some 
something that, you know, me and Shayna through this podcast, this has really been a learning process for me too, because we've had gay people on and, and we've addressed all types of topic. And it's just like, I have real questions and okay. I really might say some shit that I could have been thinking one thing this whole time and I was wrong. So I need that clarity. I want the clarity. So it's like, just flash into my adult life real quick. That is what I am working on right now. Every day, people come into contact with strangers, people they don't know, they don't know their lives, they don't know their experiences. And it's like having to have your mindset to be prepared for what to do. Literally anything. Yeah, literally anything. And then it's like trying to navigate life in this new world where anything can be harassment or be offensive. Even if, like, a situation like what you're talking about, it's like, you legitimately don't know, and you're asking out of curiosity, not out of hating or anything like that, and a person is offended. How exactly are you supposed to survive or interact with people? Especially with new shit. To me, race is not new. Yeah. You want to ask me a dumbass question about race, like, I'm not tolerating that. But, like... (laughs) Because new I have science, new technology, especially with this whole sexual I have, gender transitioning. Yeah. It's like, this is new. I don't I care what several, nobody says. I have several people now who don't identify as he or she. And so any reference has to be to they or them. And anytime someone refers to them as he or she, it's a problem. And it's like when you're talking to somebody who's in their 60s and you're trying to explain to them, it's like, no, no, no. You can't say he or she. It has to be they or them. Like, it will not make sense to that 60-year-old. I still don't understand how I'd be like, they said, um... (laughs) Yeah. Isn't isn't Z another? Is that another? Yeah. There are some people whose pronoun choice is Z. And so there are literally... Are you serious? Yeah. I've never heard of this. A Z. I've never heard. I heard the they or them, but I've never heard. To some people, even they or them has a gender connotation. It's almost like they don't want to be identified as any human category, basically. So they don't even want the slightest hint of a gender. So That is really... Yeah, and so it's really like really quite interesting. It I would is like to understand the logic behind that. I'm open to hearing more. Yeah, to me, it's like it's difficult because what does that feel like? What does that feel like to wake up and identify with nothing? <laughs> I you know, don't because know what that that's feels like. yeah, that that's the way that I understand it. It's like I do not identify with any category that exists. So I don't feel like a woman, whatever that means to people. I don't feel like a man. I don't feel like anything. What is that feeling? You never know what people are going through, clearly. Exactly. <laughs> so it was like, my, my, I was like, you know what? Okay, I may not ever understand, but I will respect your wishes. That's big of you. Yeah, because I'm like, if you're Z, Z it is, you know? Right. I would have to really clown a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> get some jokes you play somehow. too much look at you <laughs> this is like this is just like too much it's too heavy for me to like really be 100 serious about this so it's just like <laughs> oh my gosh uh, <laughs> so you take you take the play route you like let's yeah just, let's just yeah the question is why monsters like i don't know dragon ball z we went from five senses to freaking right to trans whatever to non-identification no gender yeah genderless 
people. I've learned about genderless people and I've learned about asexuality. Oh my God, quick, quick, quick story on asexuality and then we're gonna keep it moving. One of my coworkers had been using dating apps a lot. Mm. Tinder, Bumble, what was that other one, Shayna? Uh, that was like more sex-based more rooted in sex (laughs) dang what was the other one called not tinder right not jacked it was like something hot or like i don't know but one of those other ones (laughs) he was on all of them he met this girl was talking to her for a while i think they went on one date he was kind of into her but he's kind of dorky dorky white boy whatever and had kind of bad luck with girls in the past because of this. So he comes back into work one day and says, the girl, she told me that she doesn't want to date anymore because after hanging out with me and stuff, she's determined that she's asexual. <laughs> and I was just like, it was you. You were the determining factor of her like asexuality. I, My first I thought actually was that she just said that to be nice to like mm-hmm. break it off with you. Yeah. Because why would you be on a dating site? Like you're just looking for another asexual person to be asexual with, I guess. That's not how that works, though. <laughs> That's not at all how that works. <laughs> They're asexual. They're in it to win it alone. Well, I mean, that could be the new version of when I was in college and you did not want to talk to a guy and you would just say that you were gay you were gay but now it's like cool what's it's up? like okay that's fine people won't take it's that as just a stop too many fake lesbians that's why yeah so many fake lesbians so you mentioned something that might be a capricorn thing do you keep up with astrology what's your stance on it do you follow do you believe are you kind of like just a little bit into it do you check your horoscopes i've what? gone through phases because as a teenager and in college constantly constantly checking my horoscope and that's when I got my very first tarot deck and I was always trying to make connections between the different signs and who was what and what things work well together and then now occasionally I'll read a horoscope but I guess my relationship just to the ideas has changed because now it's more interesting as opposed to trying to look for some kind of answer information right like taking it so yeah. 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 I think that definitely happens a lot in the beginning too because I know for me growing up I would look to it sometimes from a literal stance but after reading doing research and things like that you understand you know you just kind of use it to make sense of certain things that happen or patterns that happen in life it's just to sort of use as a reference yeah it provides some context it can help you get a little bit of context as to your situation if you're just trying to order your own thinking and you're not just saying okay well my horoscope says I should have two pieces of cheese today so I have to have them right Right. Yeah. Or my horoscope right. says that people of this sign are known to be teachers or something like that. And it's like, okay, yeah, well, that might not necessarily be my path when I get older. But you know, it's just yeah. like a study. <laughs> yeah. It's a study that they show. They just say, okay, people with this sign tend to do this role often, but you don't have to really identify with that. Yeah. Time. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So now it's like if someone says, oh, you are like this because you're a Capricorn. Oh, I'll say no. Not because, just also. Also. Okay, I was going to say, because I don't think that it's necessarily like, it's not coincidental, but I do think that you just have to take it with a grain of salt. We talk about this very often on our show. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. Slippery slope. We know 
there's no. a lot of other factors and you could that really go get lost it. in just the horoscope section you know what i mean going yeah through and be like oh let me just get the days let's get the days run down i've learned that the natal chart is way more comprehensive and detailed where it's like okay now this speaks to my yeah. life like this is for me yeah. like the other shit is more so like, okay mm, tell your lover you love him today it's like bitch where who you know like, <laughs> like i'm not doing that today today's work <laughs> do you yeah. mean my lover in terms of how i love myself like me tell myself <laughs> right exactly <laughs> but and then that's another thing about horoscopes that i always bear in mind it's like any horoscope that you just come across you're reading in a paper these are broad nothing about this has been personalized right there are a lot of people honestly when thinking about astrology they're not even really looking at the right information basically right yeah it's really just like choosing a psychic it's a lot of them niggas out here that's claiming they could tell you your future and they ain't telling you shit the same shit it's it's the same thing that applies for astrology you have to do your research and you have to make sure you're talking to the right people because don't believe somebody who tells you they can tell you the future (laughs) right (laughs) just don't Don't. like that's your that's your red yeah that's your red flag you'd be like oh okay well thank you (laughs) thank you you have a nice day (laughs) did you see that i was gonna leave yeah so the reason i'm so against the idea of looking into the future is that as soon as you tell someone that something is going to happen you are almost manifesting it or preventing it human nature is tricky if you tell someone a good thing is going to happen they're apt to just sit and wait for that good thing instead of doing whatever it was they needed to do to make that thing happen right since you mentioned you dabbled Mm -hmm. in tarot card decks no she more than dabbled okay she was a legitimate person <laughs> online that would like give you advice based on tarot. Oh, so she yes. was legit. She was Madam Cleo. She was Madam Cleo. <laughs> oh shit! Call me now for your free tarot Call reading. Call me now for your free tarot reading. Wow, that's it was crazy. more like text me now, but yes, text me now for your free tarot texting. so you know it's the past the present and then the near future or something like that so with that whole never believe anyone who could tell you your future does that align with that or is that just i don't i i mean seriously somebody would get in contact with me it's like if you're looking for somebody who says they're going to tell you what's about to happen in your future you are speaking with the wrong person because i'm not going to do that you know it's just not something i believe in but if you're interested in finding information just to help you make choices, that's something that I can give you. You can have a question and then I can pull some cards for you and I can say, listen, this is information that's coming back from the cards. This is what you need to be taking in consideration while you're making these choices. It's like, do you have something you need to consider? Well, this is what you should be thinking about. This is what could be your hurdle. This is what's blocking you. And then also this is maybe what you should think about doing. Not if you wake up and go out outside and you're at the corner by 607 you're gonna find a lottery ticket on the ground you know right and before jesse started doing that i was kind of like not into the whole tarot card thing because i didn't really understand what the cards meant or what it meant to even read the cards but like Mm -hmm. since she did that and explained it more to me i understand how it's more of a guidance thing rather than oh i flipped the death card so you're gonna die Yeah. yeah yeah 
I guess the common misconception about tarot cards and stuff like that is just and that, there's, like, and there's yeah, so and that's many. Because we, that's there's, because we all seen Carmen, a hip hopera, okay? And yeah. that, <laughs> it, it really taints the mind for some. It taints the mind. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to act like. That death card didn't throw me. You know, I was like, wow. Yes. And it, it, really, like, it can fuck you and, up. You go in with the And it's the always like, I would, I would have to warn people. I was like, listen, don't panic. The death card did come up, but don't panic. It just means that you need to make a major change in your life. Right, right. right. Like death. Sydney was telling me how you were sharing with her that it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that. It just means something's ending, uh change is gonna happen anything yeah and then there are people who have been doing this stuff for years that i've talked to and they can get really complex with it you know because me three cards that's it that's my limit i can draw three cards we can talk about that but then there are people they start really really getting into it and in a way i make the connection to astrology because sometimes the information that you get back really hits home and it's like there's just seriously yeah There's just something to it. But yeah, if somebody tells you, I'm going to reveal the hidden secrets of the future, just walk away. (laughs) So I had a roommate before when I was living in a sublet and she was a part of a family that did tarot reading. They did energy work, spirits. Mm -hmm. So she put me onto these angel cards, which are very mild, like it's a mild deck. It's not really tarot, but it's the same idea of Mm. past, present, near future type of thing. And yeah, I use them for guidance. It's not really a thing where I'm like, oh, here's what's going to happen. It's all positive as well on each card. It'll say things like guidance or look through the situation. The energy from you is supposed to transfer into the cards and you ask whatever question. Sometimes I don't even ask a question. I just kind of let it go. Like, what's the vibe for today? Now, most times, if I take my deck out, it's because I'm feeling flustered or I'm feeling overwhelmed. And it's like, okay, I need to recenter myself and I just need a little reminder about things that I really should be focusing on. It's like I've gotten way far away from focusing on what's actually important Yes. And so it's just a little reminder, a little snapback, and then I'm back yes. to business. Yes, girl, it's so true. Cause like I have not pulled those <laughs> angel cards out for like months. You know, like I haven't seen yeah. them cards. But I also had them tucked away in a drawer and as I was cleaning, I was like, ooh. Yeah. I seen these today for a reason. And yeah. You seen them today? Not today, but you know, not today. Oh, when yeah, you, that yeah. day. I was about to say, whoa, hold <laughs> on. Some, cre- some creepy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> So since we're in Aquarius season and Shayna, it's your people's time. <laughs> I want to ask, do you have any Aquarius in your life, close to you, dating, friends, family, whatever? You asking me? Yeah. Oh, well, yes. My dearest, bestest, oldest friend, Erica, is an Aquarius and she's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking like, we don't have anybody in our family. I don't think Mm-mm. in February. We've got people. a major. Oh, we got a lot of cancers and whatnot. Yeah. A lot of yeah. summer babies. Yeah. Erica, my Aquarius friend, my artistic, thoughtful friend. And Erica is really popping. <clears throat> yeah. She's really beautiful, gorgeous woman. And she's like bilingual. Well, you can talk about her. I just think that she's a really (laughs) 
artsy Aquarius girl. Yeah, because she's... I didn't know she was an Aquarius, but I can see that. It always made sense to me because she was a swimmer. So she was, Mm. um, she raced when all through her childhood and all the way up through college. And that combined with her talent in terms of drawing and painting. To me, those are the two driving Aquarius yeah indicators Things that come to mind yeah yes and then then just her nature now she has some parts of her nature that are incredibly feisty her build she's always slight like she's she's skinny mm-hmm. but she's ferocious you know what i mean <laughs> she Which definitely is, carries herself yes. well like she yes. carries her shoulders back she is not a pushover right yes and um I don't know, but it's just she's got this warmth and this desire to nurture that's pretty amazing when it's like all mingled up with her other characteristics. Yeah, she's popping. Yeah. And her babies. <laughs> her her oh, yes. beautiful family. Those little boys. She has two little boys that are just like cute little chocolate drops. Just like yes. the most adorable smart kids. They're mm-hmm. really cute. Yes. Every year I get a Christmas card from her and Floyd, and it seems like they keep going back and forth, swapping each other's Christmas cards because it's like... Because they both have two little boys around the same age, huh? Yes. Right. That is so funny. How old are... They're like, what, four or five, and then... Floyd's kids are older. Oh, okay. Yeah. Floyd's kids are older than Erica's. But the age difference between them is both um, two years. The same. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. a little stair step situation. That's yes. really cute. Yeah, so just cool backstory on how they met my sister and Erica. Our grandparents, my mom's parents were in Delaware, and my dad's family is in Pittsburgh. So my sister, since she was the first grandbaby, I don't know if that's actually the reason, but whatever. She would go to my Pittsburgh grandparents a lot and, like, Every summer. Every summer for like a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then her and Erica were summer BFF because they lived two doors apart from each other. Yeah. Isn't that so cute? Yeah, that's perfect. We used to like, write Like imagine each if other. some girl always to... came every summer. We used to write each other letters. Aww. Like actual letters to fold and put in an envelope and put a stamp and send it back. And that's another thing. She was always so much better about the letters. Like she was oh. like it was like it was like four letters to my one. Oh. Yes. Wow. But yes, it's like it's stuff like that that I'm glad, so glad to still have now. But yes. That's so cute. Yeah. And yeah, like my sister was in Erica's wedding. I went to the wedding. It was during college, Shayna. Erica's Jordan's godmom. Yeah, she's my niece's godmom. Her wedding was one of the first weddings I'd ever been to past the age of 10 or something like that. So I was mm-hmm. just like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weddings are great. <laughs> and like, that's something else. That is a key thing about Erica because she did the whole wedding. Just yeah, completely, got time for that. Yeah, completely by herself. And it turned out amazing. Wow. Yep. And look at that. They say Aquarians are aloof. She even did. Don't she even really like yeah. commitment. She even did the um, the flowers. She yes. like ordered single flowers and put together all the arrangements and the bouquets. No, she put the arrangements together. 
Yes. Like she did her whole wedding exactly the way she wanted it. That is yeah. wow. Now That's that is that top. is something I was gonna say because relationship wise, it doesn't none of that stuff seems to apply. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. there it is, Shayna. Shayna, so like are you like hearing things about Erica and feeling like I could relate to this girl? Well, I feel like with just listening it's like it just kind of relates to me in a sense where the book says that aquarians don't really like commitment they don't favor that too much so there's something else though that needs to be taken into consideration because erica is on the cusp okay of so, what capricorn okay right so there are capricorn characteristics that she has stronger than i do especially her organization like her organization and her like she is nobody she's a principal (laughs) you know what I mean she's a fucking real life principal and I've never met a person where it just fit better Donnie is also a principal and I'm like how are some like two of my closest friends what's his sign April (laughs) what is April April? Uh, not Taurus early 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 April is like... Ace, I yes. think. April 8th. Aries. Well, that, that's Aries. him. That's him all the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I have a close friend who's in Aries. What is Capricorn and Aries? Because that <laughs> is even an interesting combination. You guys are Me. actually least compatible, says Listen. the powers that be. And... <laughs> You saw how our relation I don't know if you knew how our relationship went, but that shit was volatile. <laughs> I don't know how it went in terms of the issues or whatever. I just know that somehow after y'all broke up, you're now best friends in this world. Right, so, so it's like we something about it works in the positive. Because yeah, it's like what were some of the negative traits that you would maybe... Are you talking about Donnie? Oh, this is the Donnie. Oh, I thought we were oh. talking... I didn't think it was the Aries. I thought you were talking about the Aquarius. No. Okay. No, no, no. Um, she was trying to figure out how I went from having a relationship that ended terribly to being best friends with the same person. Right. right. And that's the thing about relationships. You're playing with a whole nother set of rules, you know, in terms of how you relate to each other. Literally, our relationship was completely in the way of how much we got along just as people. Yeah. It was inexplicable because as soon as we were like, okay, you know what? No relationship. It was immediate. A weight was lifted and everything was great. And it's just been great ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. As a couple, it was just lots of arguing and like posturing over who was in charge, like who wore the pants in that relationship, basically. Yeah, I don't go up for Aries either, typically, like in that way. We're considered neutral or whatever, but I've just had a bad interaction with Aries in the past. I don't get it. Like I said, Virgo and Capricorn are both compatible signs, so we have that in common that it's like gonna butt heads with some of these fucking bull signs, like the fuck yeah and aries it's like if you want to say enemies like when i was a kid when you're a kid you're in grade school second third grade fourth grade you have legit enemies like people you really consider your enemies yeah my primary childhood enemy she was an aries 
her birthday <laughs> her birthday was like the very first actual fight I ever got into was with this girl at a sleepover that is so funny that you remember her sign because <laughs> her birthday was in April oh yeah yeah she always made a big deal about it she would be the kind of person <laughs> who would bring treats to school for her birthday and oh I didn't bring you a cupcake like that that is so rude and you remember we used to have our minivan a Mazda MPV yeah I remember the Mazda and her family <laughs> drove a Mercedes and she used to always say that I was jealous of her because our family didn't have a foreign car and I would be like but it is a it, Mazda it is. is foreign girl yeah but oh my god I used to I used to really it's really... an Asian descent thank yeah. you <laughs> I mean it it felt like it felt it was so serious as a child <laughs> But I'll never forget that. We actually got into like a real fight. We broke that we broke the girl's family like her family fish tank. Like one of the like <gasps> one of water the big ones. We broke it. We knocked it over. The fish came out? The fish died. Like we fucked it up. It was a problem. Like the slumber party was over. Everybody had to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the party down. We ain't yes. having no party. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was, it was ta- oh my God. It was so ridiculous. Oh my God. That is crazy. <laughs> I never had a party shut down, bruh. I don't think I had that. We might have gone home mad, but like, you know, the moms never got involved. I do remember one time I did something shady at a slumber party. I was at Janelle's house. Janelle really for a sleepover? No, it was just me and her. I mean, like, okay, you know, I was sleeping over there. Okay, and I like colored all over the blinds in their basement with this green <laughs> marker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told Mackie that Janelle did it. <laughs> oh my god! And Janelle got into so much trouble, and Mackie said that Janelle was lying. And it was me oh. lying the whole time. That is so messed up. Do you know how much of her childhood she spent on punishment? <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Half the shit I probably did. <laughs> yes. 75% of her childhood, she was she was on punishment for something. That is so crazy. Oh All right. Oh, my gosh. We're down memory lane. Back to yes. the good. Shayna, what you got for us? Uh, were there any instances where you and... The Aquarian friend clashed. Um, like I was saying, it's perfect that she is a principal. She just naturally is inclined to go exactly by rules. And I just wasn't. <laughs> and so like that sometimes, you know, just kind of bumped heads about, you know, mm-hmm. just like um, no serious fallouts, but just sort of like, oh, my goodness, seriously, are you yeah. checking your watch? Because we have to be back in five minutes. So it's time for us to go right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like no drinking, no smoking, none yeah. of those things like dare to be great (laughs) yeah see that's the thing like i don't really know if she and i can relate because like i'm a rebel Mm -hmm. on the one hand i really do enjoy order and being i mean you most definitely enjoy order i like to do things in a certain way all that good stuff but at the same time i don't really like to follow rules but, I mean I like yeah. to create them but I don't really like to follow 
And yeah, and I do because I have to at this point in life, but I, I don't want to do this for long. <laughs> and that's when that's the that's the thing that was always interesting to me because she has some characteristics that are commonly associated with a Capricorn. Like, so let's say just talking about rules and order. Mm-hmm. I would have more of an Aquarian sensibility. And it was always weird because we're so close that it just switched like that. Yeah. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it has a lot to do with her being on the cusp because her birthday is the end of this month. Oh, really? Yeah. I find that the January Aquarians versus the February, the late ones, it's a shift. A little difference. Yeah, it's a clear difference Mm -hmm. to me at least. Yeah. So we had a taste of Aquarius. Are you satisfied, Shayna? You know, we're just wetting the palate. (laughs) We're warming it up. Okay. (laughs) Two cents, two cents. I was about to do this with a straight face with you over there dancing like that. And Jesse is over here laughing like. I didn't know what I was expecting it to sound like. (laughs) Yeah, we got our little jingles for sure. Oh, yes. We got a little gospel. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We'll be brief. We'll keep it right at two cents. Yeah, go ahead. So I heard this question, actually, listening to other podcasts, and it made me think, like, hmm, it is a good question. Do you commit before falling in love or after? Huh. Um, can, can Can I go? Yeah, go. That's not a conscious choice you get to make. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily get to decide, all right, I'm going to fall in love today, so let me go ahead and make it my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> make it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it is situational. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's valid. Yeah. You might feel the love. You might yeah. feel overwhelmed with love. But what about do you tell the person? Right. Because, yeah, and that's something else. It's like exactly what you're saying. Just because... I feel like I love you doesn't mean I think it's a good idea to commit to you. <laughs> you know, because it, it so does love take. Doesn't have to always equal commitment, which is true. No, because you can love a person, you can actually be in love with the person and still have the wherewithal to say commitment is more than those feelings. Mm-hmm. That's so real. That's like if you love them, let them go. Yeah. If you love yourself, let him go. Yeah, I saw something on, I'm sure that y'all saw it too. The, More importantly. Um, Ilyanla, when she was saying how you got to keep your cup full and only yeah. give what overflows. Like, yeah, need to look out for me first, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. You might feel the love at any time. You could probably feel something that feels like love on the very first day. You know, love yeah. at first sight or whatever. But yeah. It's like you. That need, doesn't mean that you're. You believe in love at first sight. Yeah, Y'all I believe. believe in it? I believe I, in it in a retrospective way. Look, oh, here, what? Here's, when here's you're me. thinking about that shit, you be like, mm, "It was love at first sight." Yes, the way I felt when I first saw you is still the way I feel now. That must have been love at first sight, right? Ah, look at you. Well, like break it down. I don't know. I want to see it like that. <laughs> I really want to see I, it like that. I just. <laughs> 
I just say in love, like all things, you just got to allow for the possibility. So maybe it is possible that you can fall in love with someone as soon as you see them and it can be real and it can be lasting, you know? Maybe yeah. you can. Or... But you know, like, you hear how she's talking, Shayna? Yeah. It has a very kind of like pessimistic undertone. And that's kind of like a Capricorn thing. Like you guys are always Debbie Downers on the low. And see, and that was my attempt at not being a Debbie Downer because I'm <laughs> allowing like um, miserly. Like I was trying to allow for the possibility I was. I was trying to allow that it's possible. (laughs) But it was still kind of like, but, you know, the likelihood of that being the case. That's definitely what I felt like. All all I'm going to say is that came out of your brain. In the the beginning, she identified boyfriend with it. So. (laughs) Because it's like, wait, did I? Subconsciously, (laughs) like it was just totally like. It. You're like, yeah, let's say when you make it, you know. Uh, (laughs) When you make it. Your boyfriend. Right, when you make make it it your your boyfriend. boyfriend. Well, you have to respect your possible boyfriend's gender identity. Maybe he wants to be called it. Is he going to be a boyfriend or a Z friend? Like, He's he's my they friend. They friend. Them is my they friend. Zay. Well, that was good. That was a nice little some some for that ass. A little two cent. A two. What are you saying? So, Cindy, you saying before, or you're saying you can't really? No, I was agreeing with what Jesse had laid down for me to pick up. You know. <laughs> Put it in my pocket. Right. Take that with me when I think about it later. It's like I could feel this, but I know I ain't settling down with your ass. Right. Despite how I feel. Mm -hmm. Despite these feelings now, then you got to start differentiating between like lust and love. And like and infatuation. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. All those synonyms, they're so similar. They're so so similar. similar. But you got to break them apart. You got to pick them apart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, they're they're different words for a reason. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's real. Well, we going to see. At you all's age... Just enjoy the pleasantries. <laughs> Is that the advice you have for us, Jesse? Though that's what you have for us. At our Seriously, age. enjoy at, the pleasantries. At this point, what in, else? What else do you life, have for us? The advice. Let's hear. It. Enjoy. <laughs> it's gonna sound very vague, but enjoy the pleasantries and do your absolute best to make good choices. That's what I'm working on. And it's like if because it's like if you make a decision to try something or to do something or to spend time with somebody the only reason you should be doing it is because that's what you really want to do you know what i mean so your sphere of influence whatever it is should ultimately come down to your own personal thought process if that makes sense that's my key advice Mm -hmm. yes don't let the don't succumb to this peer pressure out here yeah if you're doing something, you need to be doing it because that's what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, yeah, enjoy the pleasantries of life. Ha ha! Turn up! <laughs> okay, no, one last thing. One last thing. Jessica, are you dating? Are you like, you know, what's that looking like over there? It's like, girl girl you know you might be 10 years older than me but you ain't old nigga i can honestly say 
that this year, 2017, has been the first time, and what are we, like three weeks in? It's been the first time in a long time where I've even actually considered it in a realistic way. Like maybe (laughs) I might want to go on a date and have some fun and do, you know what I mean? But it's just really not been a priority these past couple of years because I've had serious life work to handle. Yeah. Do you feel like you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else like RuPaul says? Yeah. Well, yeah. And and as much as you have, you you just got to have yourself, you got to have your shit together. You know what I mean? You got to be able to come to the table with something. It's like cleaning your house up before you invite people over. It's That's what it is. It's like getting yourself together so you can even focus and pay attention to try and get to know somebody that is so good that's so selfless too that's so good to not bring baggage with you or at least try to you know have minimal shit some people just want to bring all their bullshit into a relationship (laughs) and drop that dirty garbage right (laughs) their dirty laundry with Um, no regard for you or what you have yeah no it's like i'm trying to treat other people the way i want to be treated seriously that's like, what I want to. Yeah. It, when you do decide to go out there, would you consider going on an app or like a website? Man. Look, I'm she's still, know. you're the older, you got to accept it. Because I mean, I don't know. I got to tell you, I'm trying to run into an executive at one of these conferences I have to go to. Hello. That's what Come I'm on. trying to do. CEO I mean, I'm not discounting. Host. Let's do it. I'm not discounting the apps because who knows? I've never well, tried it, but we ain't even gonna say try. We're in the process of meeting one of those executives <laughs> at the conference you attend. There we the go. Process. Yeah. It's happening. In the process, <laughs> yes. In the process of. So yeah. That's where that's where my mind is. I like that. I'll tell anybody. I don't mind going on apps because it's fun stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily on here looking for the love of my life, but I do mm-hmm. want to be taken out and treated nicely and things like that. So like, if you look at it from that perspective of, I just want to have fun and drink and eat for free, <laughs> then like, I mean, that's, if, it's great for that. Because like in the summertime season, I'd say summer vacation is for everybody because Jordan is going to go visit family in that time. That might be a time when I'm like, hey, let's see what happens on an app. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. But mm, as a constant, like, trying type of thing. Do you, like, notice people in your age group talking about it or doing it or anything like that? Honestly, there's no nice way to say it. In my age group, they're not able to be lighthearted about it. Oh, it's, it's like, like, hardcore desperation. Yes. It's coming from a place of, oh, my God, I have to get married in my biological clock and I have to find somebody. I have to find somebody what are all the services? And that just, to me, wrecks your chances right out of the gate anyway. Right. Do you mind disclosing the age group? I am 36. So I would say like 32 to 41. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like in my age group, there are a lot of like people who don't take it seriously. <laughs> and then in mom's age group, it's people who don't really take it serious because they've already lived life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear from your perspective where it's like right there and well, close to mid range or just before mid range. It's like, you know, it's a little hectic. It's a little like, <laughs> it's a little it's like, worrisome. It's not I mean, really it's like, like so lighthearted. And I'm not saying a name, but you know exactly who I'm talking about in terms of like completely panicked. Yeah. I and know. like unable to function. Apps. <laughs> <laughs> 
Swiping. Swiping. Yes. We swiping. We out here. Yes, exactly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, such is life. Who it knows is. what the future it is. holds? Nobody. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and staying up this past has, your bedtime. Yes, I know. I was looking. So I was much. like, this has been pleasant, ladies. Tomorrow's Friday. I'll make it. Yeah, word. I'm off yeah. tomorrow. So, I mean, my bad, but. You know, this well, was a convenient I mean, day for me as well, you know? Uh, I mean, in but terms, I would have to go to work in two hours if I was going to work. So that would have been yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, in terms of what I have to do, it's just part of, I really, really love my job now. So you know yes, what I mean? So it's when you like, love what you do, it's not even yeah, going to work. Exactly. So I'm like, I don't even, I mean, mornings aren't even anything like what they used to be. It really used to be dragging. Hey, myself. Jesse waking up like did. this. When I wake up i be looking at traffic i'm like why are you guys so upset it's like oh, oh you're about okay. to be late i can't be late because i could just i'm the I boss yeah and amazing. i do what i want to do that's what yeah. that managerial range is like yes lord mm. yes that executive range lord yes. can't wait and that also kind of fits into my capricorn osity the fact that i get paid now to make up rules for people <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. That's a blessing. Uh, that is yes. truly a blessing. Yes, yes. All right, well, but, um, I'm going to let you go so you can be up bright and early for that. <laughs> yes, getting my child to school on time. Right. Shayna, anything you'd like to say? Are we out of here? Yeah, be sure to send your two cents, tender tales, all that good stuff to signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter. At signmeuppodcast. And I'm at Sydney Poppins too. At Cheeky Bobby. That's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out.